Colin Brophy, you are a former Jesuit. You were in Zambia for many years. You're back here in Ireland now and you're holding an art exhibition in Dublin in the in Milltown Park because you're also an artist and an art therapist. Tell me first how you became interested in art. Uh, I think just as a young child, I was aware that I, I just was interested as a small kid. And then in secondary school, I was clearly, it was the one subject I loved in school, although there wasn't much variety in the kind of stuff. A lot of it was very, you know, um, uh, formal kind of in the way they did the art. But anyway, when I left school and I joined the Jesuits at a very young age, and then after my novitiate, I was asked, what would you like to do in university? And I said, art. But of course, there was no question doing art at that stage because you were meant to be getting ready for teaching in colleges and all that stuff. And it was only much later uh, that I realised, much later in my life, that I realised I should have really pushed my own desire much more strongly. And Which is a very Jesuit thing, isn't it, to follow your deepest desire? Yes, it is. And but I didn't. I wasn't doing it, which was maybe. Uh, yeah, I was just aware that I'm aware that a lot of Jesuits they really their talents come out and they do very much very different things. But perhaps that's one of the things I could have done. I remember listening to a Benedictine one time saying, you know, obedience means discovering your talent and using it for the community. And I didn't realise that that actually is very similar to Jesuit obedience. However, anyway, that's the way it went, and I enjoyed my life as a Jesuit very much. But um, the art was always there. So did you scribble or draw, or were you were you drawn to art galleries, or what way did that manifest itself? Oh, yeah, I was drawn to art galleries. I remember leaving for Zambia as a young scholastic. I went into the art gallery. That was the last thing I did into an art gallery. And one of the Legion of Mary members came up to me and said, do you believe in God? I said, no, I don't. I'm watching this art. I'm looking at this art. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyhow, yes, I was always interested in art. And when I got to Zambia, I, I used to teach artists to people, I used to do, I got involved in doing big murals and all kinds of stuff in my spare time. When I was a busy parish priest and chaplain, I always had time for art. Mm. So it was always there in my system. Plus, it was always there, I suppose, in my tradition of the family. Like, my mother was a good artist. My father was an artist with a camera. My both grandparents were artists. And my great-grandfather came from Italy and did a lot of carving work in the churches when they were being built after the uh, Catholic emancipation mm. in Ireland. So that, that was kind of in the genes a bit. And tell me then, when did you, did you start collecting your paintings or did you then, was there a period when you said, right, I'm now going to be seriously trying to paint and paint well? Because I've seen your paintings and they are beautiful. You are a very talented artist. Well, I only began really when I finished as Jesuit Provincial in Zambia and I came back to Ireland. I, did a, a, I had a sabbatical and I went to, to Leeds University, living in Sheffield, to do an art therapy course. And that's when I, just before that time, I began to take my art seriously and go into art classes and learn a little bit about the stuff, yeah. So what kind of things do you paint and what kind of things would people see if they come to this art exhibition? They'll see a mixture of all kinds of stuff. They'll see uh, some close-up of um, flowers and leaves and um, they'll see some ceramic stuff painted. Then they'll see some very abstract stuff and they'll see uh, kind of semi-abstract stuff of trees. They'll see me following old artists like uh, Leonardo da Vinci, you know, just doing some of his artwork, just copying literally his stuff. So that's why I'm calling it after, up, close and after. The after bit is after certain artists. Harry Clark have done a few stuff, things of his, and so they'll see a mixture of all kinds of stuff. So I'm very inconsistent. People like to see an artist, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, I can recognise that artist, but I'm not like that. I, I have all kinds of different things. And why is that? What does painting like that do for you? 
Uh, well, my uh, painting does for me, it just puts me in a different space. It get, takes me out of the verbal and into a, a deeper space in myself. So I think it's just kind of, it's kind of a contemplative experience, really. And I, one of my problems with, with an art exhibition even is the idea of having an exhibition and putting prices on paintings. I find that almost impossible. I hate the idea of having to sell stuff or just the notion of selling stuff. Because for me, the criteria of art is, did I enjoy doing it? And afterwards, do I enjoy looking at it? And that's all. If other people like it, okay, but it doesn't matter if they don't. But you have to make a living. <laughs> yes, I know. That's the problem. You see, I can't, I can't make that transition. Because I've seen so many phony things with people making huge amounts of money on art that I, I just turns me off. That's why Van Gogh is the only person you can relate to as a, an artist because he never sold anything, or practically never sold anything. He died in poverty, and yet his art is magnificent. Tell me then about the art therapy, because you said that what got you back on track with really taking your artistic ability seriously was when you went to Leeds and studied art therapy. Tell me about Well, when I, uh, I was thinking about the sabbatical, I hadn't at that stage decided I was going to leave the Jesuits. I was still struggling with my celibacy issues and all kinds of stuff. But uh, I said, well, what will I do for sabbatical? So let me do something in the art area. But uh, because I was aware that I, I'm involved with people, I said, what about art therapy? So I, I, that's why I picked the art therapy course. And then when I went to, um, to be interviewed for the course over in Leeds, they were looking, I brought over a portfolio of stuff. It wasn't great at the time, that stuff that I had done. But I was, you know, kind of half proud of this stuff I was showing them. And then I realized they weren't interested in my artwork. They were interested in, in me and how the, that artwork was affecting me and my own issues and all that stuff. So then I began to realize the whole thing of art therapy being about connecting with a person but giving them a space to connect in, which is not verbal and not only verbal. The great thing with art therapy is that you have a space for a person that is a safe space and at the same time, it's a creative space because you, you create when you're in that space. Although there is the, the psychotherapy d- dynamic going on between the person and the, and the therapist, there's also this creative thing going on. The person is creating something, however simple, maybe just a few lines on a scribble on a paper, but they're creating something. And then as a result of that creation, they may be able to reflect on something or they may bring up something from deep inside themselves or they may not but at least you, you create something and you, you look at it and it's not just uh, speaking words and looking at one person here there's a kind of a third person in the room almost through the piece of artwork that's done and does it work and and who does it work for i mean is it for anybody or is it for people with special traumas or and do you have to be able to be an artist do you have to be able to draw yourself no it, it you don't have to be an artist that's the first thing you certainly don't need to be an artist it's for anybody, for everybody, but a lot of people shy away from it because I know when I've run some of those uh, courses over in, in Manresa, when, when you bring out the art material, people oh, no, no, I don't know anything about art. You know, they're really scared. Some people are almost scared to, to pick up a piece of, of um, crayon or anything like that because they think of their childhood, how they were told they were useless, or they think it's too childish. But that's the whole thing. If you can be childlike and uh, just be free and be like a child with the stuff, so it is, it's for everybody. It can be very helpful with people who've been traumatized, who had experiences before they could verbalize anything, like especially little children who may have been abused or disturbed or in, in all kinds of different ways. And they can't put words on it. It's been so deep and pre-verbal. And yet, when they go to do some artwork, they can put creative art on it. 
and sometimes you don't have to say anything about the piece of work. You just look at the piece of work. You don't need to say anything. Just look at it. And sometimes you can look at it and say a few words about it, and it can bring up other issues. But then people who are in a good space, who are very, very normal, and everything is going fine for them, they also can do a bit of artwork uh, like that, and then suddenly some stuff comes up from the past, which is very helpful for them to reflect on, and helps them, gets them to have more insights into themselves, into their issues, and um, the tensions of different things in their lives. And I suppose the colour, the variety of colour would be important as well, that it speaks. And do you learn as an art therapist to maybe interpret colours, or is that for the person to tell you what the colour means for them? I would be inclined not to interpret anything that a person does, but I would look at it and maybe say, well, this is what I see, what do you see? I wouldn't push uh, an interpretation of colour on anybody, but it is true, colour is very important for many people, and often in some of my sessions I would say some of the group stuff, which of course is very different from individual art therapy, uh, we just ask people what their favourite colour is and different ways they react to colour, and people come up with all kinds of different things. Some people, for blue, is a beautiful communicative colour. Other people, it's, oh, I hate blue. Very personal, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So tell me, you do group courses uh, in Manresa Centre for Spirituality in Dublin, is that right as well? Yes, I have been doing that. And that's not our therapy as such. It's more uh, getting people to become aware of how they react when they look at an image. And uh, that's that goes on for a number of sessions. And if people want to continue with that, it can become a kind of a group art therapy where people, if they're willing as a group to share more deeply about themselves then that's how it develops. And then there's a different dynamic there between people because people can be very supportive of each other and can get insights that I wouldn't get as I sit there. But I can help to facilitate that. And do you work also in Just and Ballymun as well, the Jesuit University Support Trust for students going back into third-level college? Yes, I work in Just, and uh, that's separate from art or art therapy. It's, a, it's a academic support for students, which I find, again, I find it a, very, a great learning process for me because people who have been through all kinds of difficult problems in their lives are getting back to education. And it's very inspiring to see how some of them do that and keep at it despite the difficulties. And some of them have had very poor chance of education at the beginning, and yet they're able to catch up and move on in their lives. So I find that great. So you're, tell me the title again of your exhibition, which will be held in Milton Park in the Arupi Room. Give me the dates and the title again. I just have one day, which is the 31st of January. It's Tuesday, so it's from 10 o'clock until 9 p.m. And the title is Up Close and After. And the after is looking at other artists. Other artists and having done work that's just literally doing their work, repeating their work. Is there an African influence since you spent so much time in Zambia on your work or do you paint scenes from Africa? I have done quite a bit of painting of stuff from Africa. There isn't much of it in this particular exhibition, but I would have been influenced by, yeah, especially by African design and African colour, yeah. People are all welcome to come to the exhibition and they can buy, even though you don't want to talk about it, they will have the little orange stickers and they can buy your artwork if they want to. Yes, that's the can. They'd be very happy if they did indeed, yeah.